You are listening to Half Torah, the Shir series, where typically we explore the connections between the Parsha Shavuah and its corresponding Half Torah. However, for this particular Shir, we are not going to be focusing on the Parsha Shavuah. We spoke about Parsha's Pinchas in the previous Half Torah and the Half Torah that's rarely read for Parsha's Pinchas. And in the very next Half Torah Shir, we'll discuss the Half Torah that will be read this Shabbos. We have Torah for Parshas Matos, even though, once again, the Parsha Shavuah is actually that of Parshas Pinchas. But in this half Torah Shia, we're going to be focusing on the Haftarah of Atinus Tzibor, as at the moment of this recording, it is Leil Shavasar Batamas, and that means that in only a few hours, the actual Tinus will begin. And the Haftarah that we read, every Tinus Tzibor, with the exception of Yom Kippur, is the Haftarah from Sefer Yeshayahu, of Dirshu Hashem Behimatz'o, which comes to us from, of course, Yeshayahu, Perak Nunhei, Pasuk Vav is where it begins, 55.6, and it goes all the way to the next Perak, to Nun Vav Ches, to 56.8. And this Haftarah, once again, is featured in every single time of Tzibor, at least of the minor fasts, and even a major one. Right, when it comes to Tisha B'Av, so when we get to Mincha time on Tisha B'Av, we read this Haftarah. Of course, every Tainus Tzibor has a Haftarah at Mincha, which assumes that there is a fundamental connection between all of the Tainus Tzibor, that there is a shared agenda, a shared goal, which is met in the Kriyasa Torah of that Tainus Tzibor and in the Haftarah as well. Now, Tisha B'Av definitely takes on a different character because the Kriya Torah is not exactly the same as what we find on other Tainios Tzibor. We normally read on a regular Tainios Tzibor, whether it's Shavasar Batamos or Tzam Gedalia, or even the later Gaonic Tainus Esther, whatever it may be, Asar Bateves. We read from Vaychal Moshe, which discusses the actual events that we commemorate on Shavasar Batamos, at least one of the events, right? There are five events which are commemorated on Shavasar Batamas, and the most famous of the two is what we are going to actually be learning about tomorrow. Um, not necessarily the shattering of the Luchos. There's a reference to the shattering of the Luchos, but the Kriyasatara discusses Moshe Rabbeinu's retrieval of the new Luchos, and that is, um, that is what we read for the Kriyasatara, which perhaps also speaks a little bit to what a Tainus Tzibor is fundamentally about. Um, so we'll have to talk a little bit more about that, but our main focus is going to be on the Haftarah, which once again, at Mincha on a Tainus Tzibor, right after you read Vayichal Moshe, which is, is read for the Shachars and the Mincha of the Tainus Tzibor. On Tisha B'Av, it's only for Mincha time. Um, but, uh, but for all the other Tainus Tzibor, we read Vayichal Moshe at Shachars and at Mincha, which contains pieces from Slichos, which also perhaps tells us a little bit about what the Tainus Tzibor is designated for. And um, Shabbat Batam is the other thing that we commemorate, which I forgot to mention, is uh, the, the, the breach of the walls of Yerushalayim, which was only a step away from the actual Chorban that takes place on Tisha B'av. But what we are hopefully noticing as we are getting closer to actually taking a look at our Haftarah is that the Haftarah, which is shared by all Tainios Tzibor, the Kriyasa Torah, which is shared by all, almost all uh, minor Tainios Tzibor, or I should say all of the minor Tainios Tzibor, and the Slichos, that is shared by all of the minor Tainios Tzibor, tells us that there is a shared goal in all of them. 
which is related, again, to the Slichos, to the Kriyasa Torah, and to the Haftarah that they all share. And, of course, other Nihugim that they share, such as uh, the recitation of Aneinu and Avinu Malkeinu. But, but the point is that there was a link between all of them. And this will help us understand maybe a little bit of what we're going for when we engage in these Kriyos, and especially the Haftarah, as we're going to discuss Bezras Hashem. But I'll say that, and I'll also say by way of introduction, that the the Haftarah of Dirshu Hashem Behimatz, oh, which we're going to be discussing, to search out Hashem where it is that He can be found. So this particular Haftarah has special connections to individual periods of time, and Tainius Tzibar, we're also going to see. Um, so I'll try to call those out as we move along through this Haftarah as well. But before we actually get into the Haftarah itself, I want to dedicate this sheer and without um, looking too much elsewhere, we're going to focus on our Haftarah. But I'll, again, return to the point that I made, that is that if there's something that's shared between all of the minor tiniest tzibor, so then we have to try to figure out what exactly is it that they share? What is the goal of the Tainus Tzibor? So if we go back and consider the shattering of the Luchos on the one hand and Moshe Rabinu's need to, to, to carve out new Luchos so that the Asarstibus can be written upon them once again and that when Moshe Rabinu does that, Hashem will also teach Moshe Rabinu the Yudgim Amidus HaRachamin, which we recite during Slichos. So what that perhaps tells us is that what do all the minor tiniest Sibor share as the common shared goal? And I would say that they share the goal of Teshuva. And this is what the Rambam writes about all tiniest Sibor, that every single Tainus, whichever one it is, every Tainus has this element, even Tishabov to an extent. Um, we could talk about why Tishabov is different. In fact, on the podcast, we've spoken about why Tishabov is different. Not to say that there isn't an element of Teshuva on Tishabov, there is, but it manifests itself in a much different way, maybe at a later part of the day, maybe at Mincha time and on, if that gives a hint to something. But all the tiny Osibor share the goal of Teshuva. This includes Yom Kippur, even though Yom Kippur has a completely different character, um, at least as manifest by the Kriya Satora, and even the Haftar that we read on Yom Kippur at Mincha time, which is very different than the Haftarah that we are going to focus on right now. But the point is, the goal, the shared goal, is that of Teshuva. What is the point of a Tainus? It's to be misoir, it's to awaken us to doing Teshuva. Which is why we read, why, why, why we recite Slichos, asking Hashem for forgiveness, which is part of what we do in the endeavor of Teshuva. We, we recite the Yudgim Omidos HaRachman, as we do in the Kriyasa Torah. We try to reinstate the Luchos, right? Because when we've done an Avera, we, in essence, have shattered the Luchos. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu, you could blame Moshe for it, but really Moshe was just acting out what we had done. And we want to get new Luchos. We want to mend our relationship with Hashem. Every Tainus Sibor has that. Now, on Shavasar Batamas, it probably takes on a little bit a greater significance because Shavasar Batamas was, in fact, the day that the Luchos were actually shattered. But every Tainus is representative of the fact that we weren't doing our part and we fast as a way of awakening ourselves to the teshuva. And, of course, that will also explain why it is that we lay in the Haftarah that we are laying. Why? Well, 
As the Haftarah says, Dershu Hashem bihimatso kira'u hu biyoso kara'ov. So it says, seek out Hashem. To be doresh al Hashem means to try to figure out what is it that Hashem wants from you, right? To be doresh Hashem is usually the lashon of asking a Novi for advice about how to serve Hashem properly. And in our times, that, that might be the chash nefesh, that might be engaging in discussion with Rabbeim who can set us on the right path. And maybe it even just means the goal of Teshuvah itself. And if you don't believe me, let's keep reading. So we say first, seek out Hashem where He can be found and call out to Him when He is close. And this is already a little bit of a connection to Tzom Gedala and the Yisrael Shuva. As if you look at Rashi here, Rashi just says on the word, Behimatzo, where he can be found, Kodem Gzardim, Be'od Shehu Omer Lachem, Darashuni. Hashem is saying, and the Navi is saying, before the, for, the verdict is promulgated, before it's carried out, why don't you try to search out Hashem and see if before things get really, really dark, you know, why, why can't you try to do Teshuvah and seek out Hashem before the sentence is carried out. Right now, it's interesting because we recite this exact Pasuk on, on Tisha B'Av as well at Mincha time. Um, be that as it may, what that might tell us is that, okay, you know what? Before any more Xeros come. But of course, there's the famous Agadita that says, where's Dirshu Hashem Himatso? That that's during the Aser Teshuva. Hashem is even closer. What I would argue is that if we recite this on a fast day, then maybe we would say that in Achinami, Hashem is closer to us on fast days as well. In the Tainus Sibor, for sure, when we are engaging in that kind of Teshuvah, when you engage in a fast and you block out Gashmias and you, and, and you cling to Ruchnias, so that by, uh, then by, 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 through, through that dynamic, we create um, an arrangement where Hashem will be closer to us so we can call out to Him on such a day. And maybe also in Achinami, that during this Ersimei Teshuvah, Hashem is even closer. But what is he closer for? Once again, that goal of teshuva, as the Pesukim continue. What should happen? Pasuk Zayin. Yazov, Rosha, Darko, the wicked shall abandon his evil way. And a man of iniquity will abandon his evil thoughts. V'yashov el Hashem. And what's he going to do, literally? What is teshuva? To return to Hashem. V'yashov el Hashem. So he's going to return to Hashem. V'yachamehu. And Hashem is going to give mercy to him. And he's going to return to Hashem because Hashem is abundant in his forgiving. So what does that all tell us? It all tells us literally what is the point of a Tainus Tzibor. The whole point of a Tainus Tzibor is for us to attain that, that goal of Teshuva. And Be'ezras Hashem, you're able to do that through the Nihugim of a Tainus Tzibor, including this recitation of the Haftarah. So it's, it's literally doing that goal of awakening us towards that teshuva. So we, 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 we see that this is, um, that we, we have already unfolding the very clear explanation of what is the point of a Tainus Tzibor, and it's outlined for us in these opening psukim of the Haftarah, which cannot be more explicit. So if we continue to look through the text of this Haftarah, so we get a, a greater glimpse into how do you do teshuva? So the Navi continues, which means that my machshavos, my thoughts are not quite like yours, says Hashem. We think very differently, right? And says Rashi, because you might think that um, that it's not worth it for the for the, the the Russia to turn around and to adopt Hashem's way, and we haven't been doing that up until now, but maybe we can. 
maybe our goal is to say, hey, one second, why are my machshavos not in line with Hashem's machshavos? Is it possible that they could be with a little bit of effort? So the Navi is giving us that charge right now. It's saying, why, why can't your, your nihugim and your machshavos be in line with mine? And, and so the and, and the Rashi gives another explanation. Right? You know, my, my my laws are not like the laws of, of flesh and blood. If a person would uh, would be you know if a person would would admit that he is guilty to treason, then he'd be obligated of But what happens to the person who confesses to me? So he's able to to achieve mercy. So Hashem continues on that path, saying that we think very, very differently. I'm just going to skip a little bit. Hashem says that you could make use of this time. Why? So just as the rain and the snow fall from heavens, and they will not return there. Interesting. Interestingly, we're saying we're talking about things that won't do teshuva, but they will. They will still be delivered from Shemayim. So Hashem says in the same vein, So He says, so. Rain and snow do not just come down to the earth without a result of of making the land fruitful and planting seeds and and that that will, that will eventually blossom into food. So says Hashem, says the Navi in the same vein. Cain similarly, come. So so shall be my word that which emanates from my mouth. That what that one will not return empty-handed, lo yeshuv elai reikam, a person who does teshuva, right? He's not going to be turned away from Hashem empty-handed. Ki because if you do that which I desire, v'itzlech asher shalachtiv. So, um, uh, meaning, my word is not going to, my word that, that you won't be turned back empty-handed for doing teshuva, is not going to, you won't be turned back until that which I want to happen for your benefit will happen, until you end up successful. In other words, Hashem is saying in a very, in a very um, strong, in, in strong terms, that if you do teshuva, you will not be turned away empty-handed until you succeed in that teshuva. In other words, you will not get nothing out of your teshuva. And on the contrary, you will get something of great substance if you engage in teshuva. So the Navi continues in that vein. Thus the Navi continues, Kiva Simcha, Seitseyu, for you shall go out, you shall go forth with 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 Simcha, with Shalom Tuvalun, and with Shalom the the Tuvalun means you'll be led, Heharim Bhagavos, Yiftzuchulfnecha and the mountains and the hills, um it's going to burst they're gonna burst out into song, nature is gonna be very celebratory. And then we get to a very interesting connection to Tainus Esther, right? Because we read this Pasuk on Tainus Esther as well, and it takes on beautiful significance as the Gemara sees this Pasuk as reference to the heroes of Megillus Esther, right? So, right? Instead of the, the briar or a certain kind of a plant, right? So, instead of that wicked individual, says Rashi, so a cypress is going to arise. 
And instead of the sirpad, instead of the nettle, is going to be a hadas, is going to be a myrtle. And the, the varosh and the hadas are references, says the Gemara, to none other than Mordechai and Esther. But without getting too um, specific um, into the, to, to the Purim territory, Rashi says very simply that this, uh, that this Pasuk is telling us that Chazals are saying that it means that instead, in place of the Rishayim um, is going to be Tzadikim, the Tzadikim are going to replace them. And then that closes out, that Pasuk, Pasuk Yud Gimel. So that's the last Pasuk in this Perek, which uh, which finishes with the words Hashem uh, and it will be for Hashem as a name, Laos for a sign, Olam that is eternal, Lo Yikrais will never be discontinued. So Hashem is basically saying that the person who is a tzaddik and does what he's supposed to do, and he does and he does teshuva. So we're going to see in all the in all the important offices, there's going to be a switcheroo between Russia and tzaddik. Great. And then we get to the next part, um, which is in Perik, uh, Perik um, Nun Vav, 56. And I have to really, you know, choose which uh, which uh, psukim I'm going to do because, you know, it's, it's a beautiful avatar with so many excellent psukim. But, I, you know, I mean, we don't have we don't have full time. Maybe, you know, the truth is it's not such a long avatar, so maybe we can continue. So, um, so Kolomar Hashem so says Hashem Shimru Mishpah Vasut Stakos and just safeguard Mishpah, safeguard justice and do do righteousness. Ki Krova Yeshua Silavo, because my Yeshua is close and coming. Vitzidkasi Ligolos and my 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 Tzidkas is going to be revealed. So says, praiseworthy is the, is the person that does engage in this tshuva. And the, and, the, and the individual person that grabs onto these things. And then, interestingly, we start to reflect on Shabbos. Shomir Shabbos, You're going to be Shomir Shabbos from, from desecrating it. And you're going to also guard your own hand from doing anything inappropriate. So, what's that all about? So, Aragalachas at first glance, at first blush, this looks to me like a reference to maybe Ben Adam Lamakum Ben Adam Lachavero. On the one hand, you're going to keep Shabbos. On the other hand, you're also going to hold back your hand from doing anything else that's inappropriate. Right? Maybe uh, from stealing from someone. And this is not the only Shabbos reference, but um, in, in Tupsukim, we're going to see Shabbos again. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep reading. So, and the Ben Hanechar, the foreigner, should not say, Don't say, the foreigner should know who tries to convert, right? So he, should, so he shouldn't say, Why should I convert, says Rashi. Meaning, the, the, the Ben Nechar might say, Since Hashem has separated me, so maybe I'm supposed to be a non-Jew. So that that is a fair approach. The Navi says that the the Ben Nechar shouldn't say that, right? Maybe as as a nation, our job is to tell the Ger not to join us. But the Ger's job is to really, or the potential Ger, the prospective Ger, is to say, hey, maybe I should. Don't don't just say, oh, you know, Hashem separated me for a reason. And says the Navi very interestingly in the same way, and the Cyrus, the infertile one, shouldn't say, hey, I'm just a, an infertile dry tree. And says Rashi, this is a sign of someone else. In any case, 
Says Rashi, this is talking, the, who, who, who is the infertile person? So, I guess on the one hand, you might say that this could actually be talking about an infertile person, like an actual infertile person, saying, hey, I have no hope. Maybe, maybe I, since I'm not going to have a legacy anyway, so why does it matter how I act in this world? And then Rashi tells us, no, it doesn't even necessarily mean that. It's talking about a person who's Don Averos. He is the infertile tree who seemingly has no legacy to come. Hashem says, you shouldn't say that either. The Ben Nechar shouldn't say, why am I joining? And the person who's infertile or the person who has many Averis, he shouldn't say, you know, why bother trying? They all should. And what does any of this have to do to sh- with, with Teshuvah? Like a ger joining the fold? Because entering under the Kanvei Shechina is form of teshuva. In fact, I would say it's the most essential form of teshuva. Returning to your soul's greatest desire, which is to serve Hashem, that is what teshuva is. No one's saying anything. You know, when it comes to a ger, what a, what a vera is the non-Jew doing before he joins? Maybe he's doing no averos. But teshuva is for everybody. Um, a point that we've elaborated on at length in, in, in different discussions on, on, on the podcast different shiram that we've spoken about, that teshuva is a lifelong goal where everybody has access to it. So wherever you're holding, maybe you don't have children, maybe you're not Jewish, whatever it is, anyone can get closer to Hashem in any which way, as long as they are serving Hashem according to the Torah. So says Hashem, Ki amar Hashem Hashem to the to the to the infertile, to the to maybe pops to leave in the castrated Rahmanal's son. Those who keep Shabbos and they, they choose that which I desire, and they cling and they they grab, they seize my covenant. So then says Hashem, I'm gonna give you um, a great wall, a great house, and a name. That's Tov Mi Banim Mi Banos. Right? Um, you know, we think of Yad Vashem as the, the Holocaust Museum, but it comes from here. And it's going to be, you're going to have a legacy that's greater than children and, and uh, than sons and daughters. Shem Olam, an eternal name, Atain Lo, Asher Lo Yukaris, which will never be cut off. Uvene Hanechar and Lovem Al Hashem, and to those converts, Lasharso, Lehava Hashem, Hashem Lioso Lavadim. You choose to keep Shabbos, you choose to become Jewish and keep Shabbos. Oh my gosh, that's the greatest thing you could do. As we sing in Slichos as well, Vahaviosim El Harkochi, or Vahaviosim El Harkochi, right? Says Hashem, I'm going to bring them to my holy mountain, Vesimachem Beves Tvilasi. All of you will be able to join in my, and, and rejoice in my house of Tvila. Oloseim, Zivchem, Laratan, Amizbechi, while your carbonos are going to be favorably offered on the Mizbeach, Kibesi Beves Tvila, Yukare Lacholahamim. For my house is a house for all nations. Now, sometimes we, we tend to darshan that as a reference to Goyim, that Goyim can offer Korbos in the Beis HaMikdash, and often that's, that's, that's used as a way to you know, extend our hands to the Goyim as well. However, Rashi says really um, explicitly here, V'lo Yisrael levadim kiaf l'geirim. When we say based filah that yikare l'cholamim, l'cholamim refers not just to people who are biological Jews, but even those who join the fold and become geirim. And then in the final Israel, the ultimate teshuva is going to happen when what? When Hashem is going to gather in the dispersed of Israel, something that we are yearning for every day. I'm going to gather everyone with them. And says Rashi, even those who become uh, who become attached, who um, the the appendages to Klai Israel, 
i.e. the the Goyim that choose to join us and walk with us hand in hand and they become Geirim and they're going to serve Hashem. Tainas Tzibor is a time that we reflect on Teshuvah for everyone in all forms. And and why on a day like uh, on a day like Tainas Tzibor are we reflecting on Shabbos? There's so many Pesukim that talk about Shabbos. I would say that Maybe this and also can be connected to the discussion of the barren individual, right? The person who is barren, we said is barren of merit. And what is the point of Shabbos? So Shabbos might actually share at least part of a root with the word teshuva, right? Then now you might say, okay, you know, there are different shorashim, right? Shabbos means to seize or to rest. Shuv means to return. But the shin and the bays that connect them maybe tell us that there's actually even a connection between those two Shorashim. Think about it. On Shabbos, we stop. And on Teshuvah, whatever we were doing wrong, we stop doing it. We desist. So perhaps there may be something to be said about the connection between the two. And on Shabbos, that is a time where, in fact, we stop engaging in activities, by whether it's by routine or rote. Many times we do Averis by routine and wrote, and Teshuvah says, hey, stop what you're doing for a second. Reflect what direction are you going in? When do we do that most? We do that on Shabbos. Right? Shabbos when we're not being distracted by all the things out there in the world. And in perhaps in a similar vein, there is a Shabbos that takes place on a fast day as well. Not necessarily an Isra Malacha, but certainly the desisting from certain activities, whether it's eating or drinking. And on that time, when we are not engaged in the world, similar to Shabbos, we say, hey, while we're stopping and reflecting, let's think for a second about the direction that we are going in. Where is our trajectory? And that's a time where we can, again, reflect on returning to Hashem. But then I believe is what we find um, in, in this, this larger goal that we've demonstrated is the shared goal of all tiny Tzibor, the goal of Teshuva. It's reflected beautifully in the Saftara. And I believe it leaves us with a greater understanding of Teshuvah as it can apply to all kinds of people, even people who are not even in the fold yet. But the point is that Teshuvah, our returning to Hashem, is, um, again, that, that, that greater goal of the Hesorus that we're supposed to achieve on Etainus. And it is my bracha that we are able to maximize the opportunity presented by, yes, the liturgy that we're going to be reciting today with the Slichos and the Avinu Malkenus and the Anenus and the Kriyasatora and the Haftara, but to use these times to reflect on these goals, think about our Shabbos observance, think about our Torah observance in general, how can we get closer to Hashem, how can we prevent um, Tisha B'Av this year from being a day of tragedy to somehow make it a day of Simcha Bezras Hashem. We should be Zocha to that time that we reflect on in the Haftar itself, where And again, to that time, where Hashem will gather us in, As always, if you enjoy this share and others like it on the podcast and you want to partner up with the sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the Database Podcast WhatsApp group, where you'll find links to every uploaded share or links to share that I repost due to their relevance, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data than base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Until next time, stay tuned for the Haftorah for Parshas Matos, which will be read this week, Parshas Pinchas. As we introduce and reveal a new mini-series in the world of Haftorah, have a wonderful rest of your week, and thank you for joining us here at The Database.